Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. A hundred years or so ago, John Lubbock lived in England. He was a baron and interested in archaeology and banking and biology and a lot of diverse kinds of things. Today, though, the most interesting thing about him is that he once said, we see mostly what we look for. Combine Lovett's truth with one with which we're all mostly familiar. Question, why are things always in the last place we look? Answer, because when we find it, we quit looking. If we combine the two truths, then we see mostly what we look for and Once we see it, we quit looking. So, we mostly find what we already decided was there. Our inquiry becomes somewhat self-fulfilling. We can paraphrase the whole thing by saying, we tend to find what we expect to find, and then we don't expect to find anything else, so we quit looking. We could expand on that by saying things like, We hear what we expect to hear. We think what we have already thought. What we understand things to be is the way we determine them to be after we look into the situation. Sure, all of that contains a very large grain of truth. And from all that, we can reasonably conclude that as open-minded as we like to think of ourselves as being, we're actually a whole lot more close-minded than we think. As hard as we might try, we really are fairly narrow-minded and, at times, downright close-minded. Let's call this the blinders problem for the purpose of our discussion at this point. Twenty years ago or so, I shifted my practice perspective from mental health to child welfare That means that I came into the new child welfare environment with very few preconceptions about how things should be done or even necessarily what should be done. For the people already in that environment practicing and who had been practicing there for quite a while, they thought that things were going well, that they were doing a good job. And from their perspective, that was indeed true given what they understood as their expectations and of what was being expected of them, they were meeting those expectations. They were doing a good job. I came into that new environment partly because the external authorities responsible for child welfare in that particular jurisdiction were not totally satisfied with what was happening. There was a mismatch between their expectations and the perceived expectations of the folks working in that arena. For the folks in the environment, things were going pretty well. Things were going fine for most of the children in most situations most of the time. And for them, that was certainly well within the practice standard. When I came into the environment, I brought a different standard. My standard was, 
we would do the right things right the first time, on time, every time, for one child at a time. For all of the children, no exceptions, no excuses. Suddenly, quite precipitously, there was a mismatch between performance and expectation. We had a serious existential crisis. Many of the folks working in the environment thought my perspective was ridiculous, absurd, totally unreasonable, and reflected my lack of experience in child welfare. From my perspective, it was difficult for me to understand why they simply didn't agree with me. We each looked into each other's worldview and came up short. Since we weren't seeing what we expected to see, we concluded that the other's perspective was simply wrong. All of this brings me to today's tip. When I moved into the new child welfare environment, my expectations were met. I saw exactly what I expected to see. Fortunately, though, it was sooner instead of later that I realized that what I was seeing was quite different than I had expected. The reality was something other than the picture I had set in my expectations. Yes, there were a few people who were totally committed to the status quo. They were digging in their heels and committed not to change. The majority were someplace in the middle. They were willing to consider change, but also comfortable in maintaining the status quo. There was a third group, though, about the same size as those committed to the status quo, that was totally committed to change, was not satisfied with the status quo, was unhappy with the current environment. And, as a bonus, they were all extremely dedicated, very bright, and quite capable of doing the right things right the first time, on time, every time, one child at a time. No exceptions, no excuses. What we learn from this with people, with groups, with individuals, with various circumstances and situations, that the old saying, seeing is believing, is simply not true. The tip then, take your perception, your idea of what the reality is. Take your expectations with a very large grain of salt. Sure, you'll see what you expect to see, but also make a special effort to stay open to seeing what you did not expect to see. That holds whether you expected the positive or you expected the negative. Look with a skeptical eye that is open to reality not matching up with your expectations. Always be open to being surprised.
Music by Kevin McLeod.